Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. It's going to be a powerful morning. It's already been so much power, so much grace, so much authority poured out, and I'm excited for today. As many of you know, and if you don't, I'm about to inform you, we have our men's conference Emerge coming up in just three, less than three weeks now. It is, it is a powerful 48 hours. We'll go up on a Thursday, there on Friday, and then half a day Saturday. And it's, it's so crazy how much happens in that 48 hours. There's amazing messages. The Word of God, the speaker lineup this year is truly powerful. The, uh, the competition, the game, so much fun, and so much food, barbecue, and really like the food that we have like all together, like the barbecues, that's just like the appetizers. Like we're eating, barbecuing, cooking up hamburgers and steaks late into the night. One year, like a team roasted a whole goat there on, on a spit. When I, it's just like, like it's, it's incredible. But, um, but the thing that everybody remembers the most, the thing that really sticks with you with all the teams, and, and we're going to have, we're planning for 3,000 men are going to come up to Emerge Ranch this year. We get into our camps, we get into our teams, but it's really, it's the time around the campfire where you can share stories, where you can laugh, where you can have fun. You get gener different generations, old and young in the middle, everybody coming together and, uh, and pouring out their heart and, and seeing God move in such a powerful way. And so we're about to have three mighty men of valor coming up to share their testimonies, their stories, how they've been rocked and changed. And, um, and, and I just want to encourage you, even if, even if you're not a man, for all the ladies in the house, there's, there's, there's so much gold in what they're going to share. There's so much gold in their testimonies and their stories about how God has shaped them, how God has formed them. So I want you to lean in. We're going to have up first the mighty man, William Turner, my favorite pirate. He and his beautiful wife, Kayla, lead our production team. So all the lights, all the video, the sound all runs through their more than capable hands. We love the family so much. Up after that, the amazing David Wyatt. He and his beautiful wife, Katrina, lead our high school youth group. They're doing a fantastic job. And then last but not least, Peter Pirano, the legend himself. Amazing thing about all these men, they all married up. I don't know, it's the grace of God, the favor of God. Somehow they married way out of their league. But put your hands together, help me welcome up William Turner as he comes to kick things off. Good morning. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, go ahead. Sit down. Sit down. Relax. We're going to have fun today. That's what we do in this house, right? We have fun. Um, we'll start off with um, honoring our pastors because none of us would be sitting here if it wasn't for their boldness to step out and do something different. Honor God. And they, and they do that over and over and over. When the world tells them no, they're like, that's not what God says. I'm stepping in, and this is what we're doing. And what they've multiplied... You know, healthy, beautiful things produce beautiful fruit. Michael and Lisa, Pastor Michael and Lisa, Pastor Jake and Joy, we are, we are honored to have you guys as our, our leaders in East, East County, uh, campus in East County. We love you guys. 
I'm going to try to jump into it here. All right, so um, I was asked, it's funny because when I was asked to do this, I, I, um, God kind of already put something on my heart a few weeks back. So when, when Pastor Jake called me and was like, hey, you want to do this? I'm like, yeah. God actually already has something he's working on me. I'm not surprised you're calling me. So yes, yes, I do. I'm honored to do this, and I really am. And, and to talk about a merge of all things, it's had such an impact on, on me, my family, my life, my walk, that I'm, I'm really excited to be here. So um, a handful of weeks ago, when it was really put on my heart, uh, my best friend, my, my brother that I met at Emerge five years ago, he uh, sent me a text message, uh, Andre Boyer. If you don't know him, he's not here. You, you probably know him. He's loud. He's Andre. But he, uh, he, uh, he texted me a video from our team five years ago. It was the te- year I met him. I didn't know him from anyone the day before. I uh, just happened to run into the guy as he's hanging out late at night when I was like, who are you? Oh, you're on, you're on my team. That's cool. <laughs> That's, uh, he, he runs around. He does so much for our church. He was running around that weekend. Um, yeah, I love that guy. But he sent me a video of a, a chant we did, and I, I, I texted him back. I was like, so is this our, our five-year anniversary, bud? He, I love you, sweetheart. You're the best, you know? <laughs> he texts me. He texts me back. He's like, no, it's March 19th. You should know these things. What are you doing? Like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but absolutely love him. Um, and so, you know, that got me really thinking about my walk and where it was and, and, and kind of how Emerge has affected me. And it took me back to when I, even before I found this church, but when I first found this church, um, you know, I kind of stepped into this whole thing like, I'm, you know, I'm a man, I got God, I don't, I, I Emerge wasn't really my thing. The first times I heard about Emerge, it really wasn't, like, I don't want to go sit around and sing Kumbaya and t- talk about my feelings. That's just, some guys, that's cool. Me, it's not, not my thing. And then so the first couple years I was really around the church and into Emerge, um, <laughs> I bought my ticket. Coaches and captains, they were all after you, like, whose team are you on? It was a big deal. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got my ticket. I'm on someone's team. I got a cool shirt. Never showed up. Never once went. Two years straight. Um, found excuses. Found every excuse I could find to not show up. Um, I wasn't hurting anyone in that. I was hurting myself. I was hurting my family. That, that's, that's who ultimately, I didn't save anything. I just, I spent my money. I went. I should have gone, and I didn't. Um, as I was kind of going through this, that's what made me really think of that was God um, put it on my heart this, as I was going through the word, and he, he showed me this uh, verse. It was Proverbs uh, 18.1. Uh, a man who isolates himself seeks his own desires. He rages against all wise judgment. So take a, take a trip back with me. Um, my youth, kind of growing up, my early 20s, I, I liked to party. I got down. I liked to drink. I liked to do drugs. I liked to do a lot of different stuff. Um, but it was really, I loved to party. I loved to go out and be out. I'd spend whole paychecks on a Friday night when I got paid Friday morning. Um, that was my life. It was very self-centered. It was all about me. And then um, I was thankful and grateful that I, um, my beautiful wife, she's not here today. Um, I, I know God exists because, like Michael said, I, got, I married up. My, my amazing wife, there's no way without God that she's my wife. It just doesn't happen. But we got, to, we got together young, and um, she was working for a guy named, you might have heard his name a couple times, Dr. Pastor Matt Hubbard. Um, and he had some guys working for him, and, and they're constantly, you know, they're, they're poking at me, and she's like, hey. And finally it was, hey, you're going to church. I don't care. We're going. So show up and... and at this point, I'm, I've kind of left behind some of the stuff, my past. I got to meet Pastor Jurgen for the first time, and I was like, all right, I drew a line in the sand, and this is my walk forward. I'm done with this party life. 
I want to find God. I came into this house and I saw something. I felt something. There was something about what was going on in here, a power that moved me. And I trust me, I, I stood in the back of the first service, arms just. Don't talk to me. Pastor Jurgen, literally from stage, pointed me out and starts prophesying over me. And I'm like, this guy, right? No, 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 you. <laughs> and uh, as, as time goes on, you know, I, I, I was going to church. I was believing in what, what God had said. I got into the word. There were a handful of people around me, but I still was isolated. I still kept to myself. I showed up on Sundays. I showed up to whatever little events and stuff, but it was, I was still getting dragged to stuff. I didn't really want to step out of my zone. Kind of left the old life behind. I'm trying to start a new life, but I didn't really go far. I was just sitting stagnant because I wasn't involved. I wasn't in a, a group. I wasn't out there and being part of the church. I was just being me and God and going to church and checking a box. Um, as time goes on... Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't fly. So as time goes on, you know, you, you get surrounded by these people, and, and God puts people in your life to really push you. He puts, um, I, I got to serve um, kids' church volunteers. Raise your hand if you're a kids' church volunteer. Thank you, guys. Seriously, give it up for these guys. If you're not serving, come talk to the Makins. It'll change your life. It, it will. When I first dove into church, it was, I think, six, seven, eight years I served in kids' church, and I, I learned probably more than I was preaching to kids those years. It was amazing. Absolutely loved serving in kids' church. But I also got to know um, Dr. Alex Savastano and Pastor Tom and Leandra Foster and these people um, that those were people that God put in my life to say, hey, Will, check this out. Hey, Will, you can do more. Hey, Will, God's got, you got something on you that God wants to see you move and go forward with, and so that whole emerge thing came up again. I'm like, man, he was running a team that year, and I'm like, all right, for real, I'm gonna go. <laughs> he may have, you know, my wife probably had to talk to my wife, and she's kicking me in the butt, and they're kicking me in the butt, and then pretty much I eliminated the excuses. I got to a point where I quit making excuses to not go and started making excuses to get my butt there. But what I learned from that, though, is going through that and, and really getting into Emerge. The first year we got there, and I didn't want to stand around and talk about my feelings. I didn't want to talk about who I was. But once I got there, you see, I mean, you all seen Tom Foster, big old burly dude. I mean, big, strong, military man. You see all these guys, and they sit down, they're being vulnerable. They're being open. And you get to a place in your mental thinking where you're like, man, it's, it's weakness not opening up, not strength. So... That, I mean, that first time, that first night around the campfire, it's so impactful. It's, the games are fun, don't get me wrong. It builds a camaraderie. It opens up a relationship with the man next to you. But it's that time around the campfire when you're sitting and talking that it unlocks something in you to put down the walls and break down the walls. So as I was going through and praying, praying for this, and, and, and Bob, God, God put on my uh, heart again, uh, like the emerge verse, right? Proverbs 27, 17 is iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. I, not everyone's like me, but I'm a man that needs, I need rough people in my life. I need Pastor Jake Schutes and Michael Hunleys and David Makins and Jared Van Tassels and Stan Bakers and Andre Boris. I need dudes that'll come up to me and go, Will, stop being an idiot. I, re, I, I respond to that. Not the way to do it for everybody. doesn't work for everybody. It works for me. I need iron to sharpen this iron. I can't be sharpened with sandstone. I can't be sharpened on the carpet. I need 
strong, powerful men to come up and get me where I need to be. So as we, as we, as we go through and get into Emerge, you're going to have an opportunity to go out and you can sign up and get on a team. This might be your first time. You may not have a clue what it's about. You may be scared to get out there. It's all right. I was scared. At the end of the day, I was scared to get out there and show my feelings. I was scared to let other people see who I was. I was scared that people were going to judge me for being some partying crazy young kid and had no right to be at a church function or around God. Don't be. I'm standing here telling you I was one of those guys. I now have the honor to lead different areas in this church. I get the honor of standing on this stage. You, you can do it too. It can break through. And you will see your life literally catapult from that first emerge. My life has been just jumps and strides and just jumping forward because, it, I mean, I'm not talking my, my relationship with my wife, my relationship with my children, kept having more children, my relationship, at my, my finances, my business, business opportunities, just one thing after another. And it all started with one unlocking, sitting around a campfire and talking about my feelings. It was simple. But anyways, thank you guys. Go out, sign up, quit making excuses, and get to it. Let's welcome David Macon, guys. Sorry, David Wyatt. Love you too, David. <laughs> you got you, buddy. Ah, <laughs> uh, woo! What a word, Will. Oh my goodness. Yes, fired up crowd. Love it. Oh my gosh. All righty. Well, I want to start off by thanking and honoring Pastor Jerry and Leanne and the Hunleys for stewarding this house of transformation, this house of breakthrough. So, th so thank you for allowing us to share what you guys have done for us to everyone else. All right, so I grew up in a spirit-filled church. I went to summer camps every year. I loved our lock-ins. I did our teenage outreach to our local communities. What was planted in me at a young age was that God was real, he loves us, and he pursues us to the end of the earth, right? Most of the staff in our church, including my dad, who was, he was the assistant pastor, um, they're all vets. And we were in, a, so I grew up in Oceanside, kind of thrown it out there. So we get a lot of Marines that come in and out of church at various different phases and times. And I admired them. I admired them as Christians, but I also admired their military service. And so when they started, when I started saying things like, oh, I want to join the military, I want to join the military, you know, they, they, had, they had great advice for me. They said, hey, look, that, that's amazing. They encouraged me, but they said, you have to be dis disciplined in following God before you're disciplined in following men. And that stuck with me for a while. So then I ended up joining the Marine Corps. I, and to be honest, I rented Patton from Hollywood Video Way too many times, all the time. So I rented Patton. I want to join the army. My best friend, he rented, uh, I think it was Sands of Iwo Jima that he would have over and over. So he wanted to be a Marine. I wanted to be in the army. He won. So anyway, I'm 17 years old. We're getting ready to do this thing. And my mom doesn't sign the papers. So my best friend says, hey, good luck. I'm out. <laughs> so he goes, he joins the Marine Corps. And it takes me about two years, right, to get back up there and say, okay, I'm going to try it again. I had a chip on my shoulder. I thought my mom should have signed. You know, this is what I envisioned things going for. And I thought my dad should have made my mom sign. But, yeah, it all works out, right? So I carried that chip for a while. So after I'm in the Marine Corps, I'm going through all my schooling. I'm going through all my training. Um, what I still didn't understand yet was how to be a radio operator, how to be a communicator, how to be a Marine, 
and why all these other Marines are always talking about their deployments. Like it's the centerpiece of every conversation, right? So I started hearing this all the time, and something in my head started saying, hey, you know what? Maybe this ain't the right thing for you. Maybe you don't fit the mold here as a Marine. But the real problem there was a lack of identity and a lack of purpose in my life, right? I didn't understand yet what it, why it took so long for me to get promoted because I compared myself to everyone, to all my other peers, and I said, oh, I can do this better than you. I can do this better than you. I can do that job. I should have that, right? But the issue there was I didn't have any honor in my life. There's a big lack of honor in my life, right? One of the first scriptures I want to pull up is Proverbs 22.6. It says, bring up a child by teaching him the way he should go. And when he's old, he will not turn away from it, okay? The other one that we're going to get to in a second is Romans 12.2. It says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn and know God's will for you, which is good. It's pleasing and it's perfect. You see, what changed, what changed everything for me was the first encounter I had with the enemy. Face to face and I couldn't run from it. When the enemy searches for you and tells you how he's going to destroy you, your family, and everything that you love, it changes something. It changes something. You start feeling differently. You start getting this fire that's built up inside you, okay? All the past things that you've ever dealt with, all the bickering, everything else that's, that's chipped on your shoulder, all of that seems irrelevant, but you know what comes back? Your training, okay? Everything that you've been trained to do comes back in that moment. Prepare just for that, okay? My mission now was life or death. Something in me would not let my family and my brothers and sisters down, okay? I remembered Isaiah 54, 17, okay? But in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken, okay? I remembered my training when I went to go request close air support. When the enemy was coming around, it looked like it was going to overwhelm and invade our positions. Right there, I learned about all of, I remembered all the friendly forces and supplies and support I had around me. Right? I also remembered Isaiah 59, 19. They will fear the name of the Lord from the west and in his shining greatness from the rising of the sun. When the one who hates us comes at us like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a wall against him. Okay? When our supplies are low, when we're exhausted, when the enemy pressure doesn't seem to get up, I remember my training, and in my training it said, we own the skies. We have superior weapons. Okay? We have more provision than anything that the enemy can throw at us. Right? I remembered 2 Kings 6. 17, then Elisha prayed, O Lord, open his eyes and let him see. The Lord opened the young man's eyes, and when he looked up, he saw a hillside around Elisha was filled with horses and chariots of fire. He's with us, all around us, everywhere we go, wherever, with that army. Where the king is, there is his council, and there is his army. 
all the training that I went through wasn't just training. It was a series of controlled workups designed to transform me into a warrior who knows how to fight on the front lines. Okay? Men, if you have children, train them up the way they should go. Get them under good leadership. Get them into God's house. It took several years of living away from God, from going and going to war, encountering an enemy face to face before I was remembered how I was supposed to live and what I was supposed to do, how I was supposed to fight. The seeds, the seeds that you sow into your life right now, these are gonna be the weapons of tomorrow. These are gonna be what is gonna grow for that time of need. So when your children, when your children are in this house and you are planting seeds in them, you are letting this house plant seeds in them, you are equipping them with weaponry, with what they need for whatever that enemy is. They come face to face. So right now, if you're figuring it out, if you still want to figure out how to live a life full of purpose, full of honor, full of identity, maybe you don't know where to start, I do. Come to men's prayer, 5.30 on Tuesdays. We're going to start there because what you need right now is you need people to sow into you. You get connected, you learn how they sow seeds, but you learn how to walk this out. You learn what it's like. You keep your focus on that honor, on that identity, on the authority that you have in Christ. Come to Emerge. I know we've been talking about this because it's a great thing to talk about, but come to Emerge. Open yourself up. Say, you know what, I want something different. This is a year of change for me. I want to open up, I want to let people in. Maybe if it's just one person. Bring your dad. I'm sure he can come and he can listen too. Bring your brothers. Bring your friends. You know why? Because if I didn't have that sowed into me, if those seeds weren't put into me when people thought I wasn't paying attention in high school, when I wasn't paying attention at lock-in, when I wasn't paying attention in Sunday school, guess what? When I faced my enemy, they were right there. They were ready. God's word went out there. It performed exactly what it was meant to do. I just had to receive it and speak it. Come to emerge. Get a hold of the man. Let him walk through it with you, right? Take the things that you know you were meant to conquer. Take those tries again and say, I'm going to do it right now, but not out of my strength. Out of the strength of God right here, I'm going to have an encounter. I'm going to take this with me. I'm going to take that enemy out, and I'm going to overcome. And then guess what? When we get done with that piece, it's great because then you can join a connect group. You can recommit to a connect group because somebody is waiting to hear your testimony. Somebody is waiting to hear how you overcame something that you thought only you had to deal with, only you had to overcome. That breakthrough is just one connection away. Pass it in. Get planted in this church. Come to services. Grow this community because we need you. We need you here. You are a fingerprint of God. There is a uniqueness about you that cannot be replaced. Come here. Let us sow into you. Let's work this together. Let's do life together. Let's take this transformation, this house of transformation, and let's say, thank you, Lord. I'm going to take it to the end. So, again, I say, come to Emerge. Open your heart. Open your heart and let it speak to you. Let seeds deposit in you, because I promise it will not go to waste. That there is nothing that's going to be put into you that doesn't have a purpose, that isn't going to speak life into you, and that isn't going to build you up and your family. So, thank you guys very much. 
Let's welcome up the amazing, fantastic Peter Pirano. <laughs> Woo -hoo! Come on, Peter. All right, so uh, thank you guys. My name is Peter, and I'd like to give honor to our pastors, uh, Michael and Lisa. And um, Emerge is here, man. Come on, somebody. Yeah, yeah Emerge is a big deal. Uh, it's a big deal in the Pirano house. Like, my son literally talks about it all year long. He wears the gear all year. Um, I'll be on the computer at work, and they'll catch me. Like, I'm looking up, like, some shoes. Like, what are you doing? Some shoes for Emerge? And they're like... Isn't it like seven months away? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, and my wife, uh, my wife completely understands Emerge. Like, she just gets it 100%. Um, I remember the first time I came back, she tells me, I, I tell her, and I was like, uh, no matter what, this is like the most important thing. I got to go every year. Even if you were pregnant, uh, I, I got to get to Emerge. Last year, 12 months pregnant, cramps, things are moving, whatever your girl bodies do, all of that. And she was like, Bye. <laughs> and then on this year, this year is good too because it's, it falls on her birthday and she's going to say, bye. <laughs> she just gets it. She just totally understands uh, uh, how important Emerge is. So um, I'll be honest with you guys. Uh, Emerge wasn't always on Peter's radar. I do not like camping. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with camping. I don't want to go camping. I don't want to smell flowers. I don't want to look at scenery. I don't want nothing to do with all that camping stuff. And it's like, okay. And if you guys remember the older videos, some of you guys have been here for a while, the older videos, the guys are like ripping off their shirts and running through other men, and they had like six packs, and their packs had packs, and they had like <laughs> muscles on top of muscles that I didn't even know we can get. And then and like, like, like letters, like the one was a V and maybe a capital A. And I was like, I don't even know what those do. I don't even know how to get those. Can I buy a valve or something? Can I get a letter or something, maybe one or two? So anyways, I, I still decided uh, I got, I'm going to emerge. And um, um, I, I needed to figure out, like, what did I need to bring? I'm assuming a tent. So, so I get a tent. I go on the computer, and I look it up. And, and I, somehow I come up to the idea that I need 12 pairs of socks, 13 shoes, 14 pairs of pants, six hats. My pants had... Pants had other pants that are inner pants, but I guess that's a camping thing. Maybe you guys know, but I don't know. But I had to buy some of those, so I got my inner pants ready to go. And uh, then I, uh, I was like, okay, this might be a little secret to some of you ladies. Uh, but some of us guys, you know, we don't ask for directions, but we, uh, we like to look up stuff that we need to look up. So I wanted to be prepared. And uh, I, I go on the computer, I look it up, and I say, okay, what do I need to be prepared for? Rattlesnakes. I don't do rattlesnakes. I don't want to own a snake. I don't want to look at a snake. I don't want its eyeballs looking at my eyeballs. I don't want its tongue smelling my air that I have to breathe. No, no snakes. Anyways, I still went to emerge. And I unfold my 12 pairs of socks, 13 pairs of shoes, my underpants, pants, my undershirts had undershirts, and I bring it all to emerge. And I, okay. I brought a rug too. I don't know, but it wasn't like a three by eight rug. It was like one of them 12 by 
16 rugs and I'm carrying it like I don't know what I'm doing. And I laid this rug on the ground and I was like, yeah, no hair because I, 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 no sand in my hair. I don't want this to be all messed up. My wife's pretty hot, so I don't want to like lose all this. So I brought a rug and I put my tent on the rug and it was, it was nice. And uh, anyways, we, we get to uh, the, first, the first message. And the first message, uh, uh, it was exactly what you guys need to hear. Now, I, I said that right. Every single one of you men that are here right now that are struggling and fighting with other things, it's the message you guys need to hear. It, it, it's, it's that good. And, um, uh, well, the message was over, and now it was time to go to the field games. And I forgot to bring my alphabet. And I might have had a lowercase q or maybe an m. I like to think of a circle type whatever. Anyways, I, I, brought the, I brought that, okay? I brought that. Um, and when we were walking down there, um, there was coffee. I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is going to get good. And then, and then there was a coffee. Uh, there's an ice cream stand. And I was like, okay, so I got my Bella coffee, and I got my Bella ice cream, and I'm walking down to the, to the, to the games. And, uh, and, and there's just a moment of competition, uh, and, the, and the men were just bonding, we're just, uh, we're just doing life together. We're just having, to, I mean, it's just life changing. And so um, the next night we go in and, uh, or the next day we go and there's more sermons. And uh, the, the, the messages that they're speaking is exactly what you guys are struggling with. Even some of the stuff you guys don't know you're struggling with. There's 3,000 men that are just like you that are gonna be praying. There's 250 people here roughly. When there's 3,000 men praying, whoo, it gets good, it gets real good. So um, yeah, so at least I had my ice cream and my coffee was all over everyone's shirt. Like I literally was so excited. Coffee, Peter's coffee was everywhere. It was a good time. So um, also during that time, um, there's a, 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 we go around the fires and we start opening up and we start talking and uh, and things are just broken off. Things are breaking off of you spiritually. And uh, the things that maybe your dad never taught you, or, or maybe the things that some of you didn't have a dad to teach you, or maybe your dad did teach you, and your dad's here right now looking at me, go, maybe he did teach you, but you were too stubborn to listen or maybe too prideful. This is what Emerge is doing. It's building us up. It's like a ladder. They're building up the foundations. All the holes that are in us that are making us broken, that our wives have to struggle with, that our kids have to, to argue with us for, uh, they don't deserve that. Our, our wives don't deserve that. The girls don't deserve that. So um, Emerge is, is, is packing that. It, it's filling those holes. And I remember when I came home from Emerge and... Um, uh, my wife says, hey, something looks a little different, something a little different. She goes, are you crying? I ain't crying. The cup is overflowing. I'm not crying. She goes, you didn't cry on our wedding day. You didn't cry when we had babies. And I was like, oh, I just want to hold my son and maybe make you a sandwich. It was that good. So, ladies, ladies, let me tell you guys something. Even though Emerge is for the men, the gift is for you guys. You ladies deserve menly men that will pray 
with authority that have godly principles that will pray over your family when they're sick or anything that comes against them right now that we know exactly because all those things that were broken inside of us are starting to get patched up and getting filled up and, and we're at this level now. So if you're here right now and you have a, uh, if you're a man is kind of on the fence and I'm probably speaking to very, very few of you um, that is on the fence of not going to emerge. Maybe you hate camping. I'm cool with that because I don't like it either. Get your husband. Get him to emerge. Moms, aunts, grandmas, get your boys to emerge. Teach them, teach them all the things that they forgot to, forgot to learn or, or maybe they just never had the chance to. Get them to emerge. It's going to build them up. It's going to make them mighty men. Um, I just want to just, just let the ladies know if... Um, if you're confused on how to get one, like let's just say your husband's at home right now and you walked into church today and he's at home playing video games, playing a little FIFA or whatever he's playing, go out and buy a ticket. Just get him the ticket. Get him to emerge. You get him. If you guys need help and, and you want to know how to get to emerge, you can go into the foyer. You look for any man that has his raised up, not down. You ask that man how to get to emerge and he'll get you there. So we're going to go into a Bible verse here. Uh, the Bible says in Genesis 26, 12, Then Isaac sowed into the land, and he reaped the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. Ladies, get your men to emerge. Reap them. Uh, reap them. Uh, sow them into uh, a campo. Sow them into the emerge ranch. Get them into that land. Ladies, you are the ones that are going to reap a hundredfold when, when I fix the fence and I, and I knock down a wall that my wife keeps wanting me to do and I do all these things for the house. Ladies, it's for you. You guys deserve it. You guys deserve to be cherished. You guys deserve to be loved. Your children deserve to be loved. Your children are going to be raised up to say, that's my dad. I want an emerge man. I'm going to be just like him or my husband's going to be just like him. I just want to thank you guys all. I want everyone to stand. I'm going to go into a prayer, and then I'm going to bring Pastor Michael up here to close us out. So, Father God, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, King Jesus, that you put on our heart the strength and the power of the kingdom, Father God, that heaven comes down on earth, Father. I thank you that, that this place is shifting the city, is shifting the atmosphere, that this territory is not going to be weak. There's going to be mighty men that are going to stand up. They're going to take charge. They're going to take our city back, Father God, and we're going to do it all for your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, let's give it up for all these mighty emerged men. Man, they were preaching today on fire. Everybody grab your seats for a quick second. There's just one, one thing that I want to speak into before we close. Emerge, emerge is the best ministry, the best tool that we have to uncover the true identity of what it means to be a Christian man. To be a man of the word, by the word, and for the word. The purpose of Emerge is to, is to help chip away, to help remove all of the things that are limiting us. There's no, there's no question about it. The world is attacking masculinity. The word, world is attacking what it means to be a man. The world is constantly trying to, to put men beneath and men 
uh, outside of their, their rightful place. You look at the sitcoms and the shows, and, and the men are, are typically like the buffoon and, and bumbling idiot, and the woman has to come in and save the day and, and fix everything and make it right. And, and it's nothing against the women. The women can do that. Women are capable of doing that. But that is not the rightful place of a man, to be a bumbling idiot that has no idea whether his right hand is his left or, or vice versa. We need, like Peter said, men that know how to pray. We need men who know their identity in Jesus Christ, who know the authority that God has given them to stand against every evil thing. The Bible says resist the devil and he will flee from you. So Emerge helps to do that. There's a a funny show and it kind of runs in the same vein as what I was just talking about. You know, that goes back many years. Many of us have seen The Simpsons. Simpsons, And... um, you know, it does kind of poke fun at certain things, and, and there's a lot about it that I don't like. But there, there are some, some interesting parts. One, this one scene where Homer is learning how to sculpt, and, and this teacher gives him this block of stone and says, just chisel away everything that doesn't look like an elephant. And so the, the next scene that you see is Homer standing over this big pile of rubble saying, well, I guess there was no elephant in that one. All of us, every one of us, men and women today here, there's times in our life where we can feel like, oh, you know, I'd like to have this ability. I'd like to have this gift. I'd like to operate in that. I'd like to have a a great marriage. I'd like to have a great job. I'd like to have all of these things. But we feel like when we we get to work at it, we we just wind up with a, a pile of rubble and we say, ah, I guess a great marriage wasn't in the cards for me, or I, I guess a great job wasn't, wasn't what I was supposed to have, or I guess, you know, having my kids in the house loving God, I guess that just wasn't for me. And we can make all of these, these excuses. We can make all these, these determinations that it just wasn't for me. And we just, we walk away from the rubble thinking that I'm never gonna have that. If you're at a place in your life right now where, where you've, you're facing a disappointment. Maybe things haven't worked out the way that you would have liked or, or you know, there was, there was no masterpiece in that stone that you were, you were handed. You couldn't find it. The amazing thing about God, when he created Adam, he reached down into the mess, he reached down into the, to the mud, and he brought form into something that was formless. He spoke creation over the whole universe, but he reached down his hands into the mess and formed mankind. If he can do it once, he can do it again. If your life is broken, if it's in shambles, God can put the pieces back together. He is the potter, we are the clay. Sometimes we get broken down, but he can build us back up. Sometimes we get tested by the fire, but it's not meant to take us out, it's meant to make us stronger. That we can come, become stronger, we can be the vessels that God has created us to be if we'll put our life into his hands. So wherever you're at today, why don't we all stand to our feet? If you feel like your life is in shambles or you feel like you've had disappointments, if you're standing over a pile of rubble thinking, I guess that blessing just wasn't mine to have, we're going to rebuke that right now, that lie from the devil, that God has plans, he has purposes for you, he has a destiny for you, you have dreams, you have visions, he knows every hair on your head, and he knows everything that he has for you is for a good purpose. We just need to remember that again. Why don't we just lift our hands to heaven right now. 
If there's something broken in your life, if there's a disappointment in your life, if you, if you feel like you've been let down, but you're ready to put your life back into God's hands, just put your hand over your heart right now. God, I thank you for the transformation that is happening right now. We don't see ourselves as less than. We don't see ourselves as, as incapable of blessings. We don't see ourselves as, as not being worthy. We see ourselves the way that you see us. We were created in the image and the likeness of God. I thank you for, for forming us exactly the way that we were supposed to be. And God, I thank you for putting the pieces back together. When we make mistakes or when others make mistakes against us, Right now, I pray for forgiveness, that we would release, to for, release forgiveness to others who have wronged us, and we would release forgiveness to ourselves for the mistakes that we've made. You don't, you don't have any record of our wrongs. When we've given our life to Jesus, his blood has washed our slate clean, as white as snow, pure, than the whitest snow. He is able to redeem me. He is able to redeem you. He is able to put the pieces back together. Put your life into the potter's hands. Allow him to form you again. Allow him to restore in your life the things that he had destined for you all along. His plan for you hasn't changed. His plan for you is still the same. You have a hope. You have a future. You have a purpose. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You stand on the word of God. You stand on the truth. God, I thank you for all of us here today that you have a, you've been able to put the pieces back together in our lives to reform us, to reshape us when we needed it. God, I thank you for, for chipping away the things that are not of you, that our life can be a representation of your goodness. I thank you for putting your spirit on the inside of us to lead us so we don't make the same mistakes again so that we move forward, not backwards, that we are the head, not the tail. We're above, not beneath. We are moving forward with the destiny, the design, the purpose that you have for us. God, I thank you for your hand over every life here today. I thank you for your favor, your grace is sufficient for us. All of our faults, all of our weaknesses, God, we hand that over. We declare we don't have to pick those up again. I thank you that we are a new creation in Jesus Christ, in his name, amen, amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.